0: Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We're talking about environmental justice, of course, talking about making sure Philadelphia is safer and greener and how we can just make sure that marginalized communities' voices are being heard and stories are being told. And like the one we have this morning, I'm excited. We finally got to make this conversation happen with Power Interface. Um, This conversation is going to be... Uh, amazing because we're talking about some things that they're doing for the Philadelphia community, pushing forward, you know, just how we can just end the fossil fuels happening in our communities, but at the same time, how PGW is actually helping residents at the same time. So we're going to jump into today's conversation again each and every Friday starting at 10 a.m. It is December 22nd about five minutes past the top of the hour. It's 31 degrees outside, so definitely bundle up. It's cold, it's partly cloudy as well. But we got Pamela Darville on the line with us. Good morning, how are you? Power Interface, good morning, how are you? I'm fine, I'm doing really well, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining on the conversation. Um, I've been wanting to get this conversation uh, started and and going for a long time. So the fact that we were able to make it happen, um, let's get it going. You know, tell the people exactly who you're listening to and and why you're here today representing power.
1: I'm here today because uh, uh, power, uh, along with um, its allies, received uh, a really good decision uh, made by the uh, Pennsylvania Public Utility Commission. Uh, regarding uh, PGW's request for a rate increase of 10% uh and uh power interfaith. And Let me just briefly say what we what we are. We're a uh, um, uh, racially diverse and uh, uh different faith con- uh congregation um and we're a movement in which we advocate for economic and racial justice on a livable planet. Uh, and one of our teams is the Climate Justice and Jobs team. Um, yeah, I'm uh, one of the uh, PGW conveners uh, for a campaign for PGW to engage in a just transition away from burning fossil fuels. Uh, and to using clean energy, and to comply with the city's mandate that by twenty fifty it will be carbon neutral. So, as I stated, PGW uh, wanted to uh, increase um, their rates from by ten percent. Uh, we believe, and we've advocated along with. Um, Community groups like Community Legal Services, uh, Pennsylvania Utility Law Project, uh, and uh, our legal representation by Earth Justice—all of these um, interactions were valuable in getting this decision that we got, which we are uh, the PUC decided that. PGW could not raise rates by 10% and permitted them to only raise raise these rates by 3%, which means that Philadelphia rate payers were saved $85 million, which Mm -hmm. is a lot of money. (laughs) And uh, we continue to advocate for affordability and I'm paying our utility bills, that's gas and electric. Um, yes. Yes. And uh, we engage in um, rallies. Uh, uh, we meet on a monthly basis. We have campaigns uh, for PICO. And as I just stated with PGW. But women, miss- I'm sorry.
0: No, I wanted to ask you a question based on something you said, and you said it a while back when you were talking about a livable planet, right? So just just specifically talking about with the work that you're doing, do you feel like we are currently living on a livable
1: planet in your opinion? Um, I think that we're, we're making strides, but unfortunately, they're not as uh, quick or they're not meeting the urgency that we are, that this planet needs. Um, I believe that with this decision, especially in Pennsylvania, because we have a a state constitution, I don't know if people know this, but we have a provision in our state constitution that mandates that we are entitled to clean water and clean air. Mm -hmm. And that, and that, the state of Pennsylvania is a trustee of uh, the natural resources uh, for, uh, that exists in Pennsylvania, and they're supposed to safeguard these for ourselves and for our future generations. And uh, I think that we're, we're moving forward and pressing utility companies and uh, other entities to improve their not only their service. But to transition away in a just manner, in an equitable manner, away from burning fossil fuels, which we know release carbon emissions and are dangerous to our health. Uh, they're very expensive. And uh, to transition in a way where we can provide good green energy jobs,
0: yeah. which is very fair- and that makes me want to ask about the transition period. You know, so when it comes down to the transitional period, uh, how long does something like this take, especially for a city like Philadelphia? Do you see it happening overnight? It's gonna take a couple of years, or is it really gonna take the 2050?
1: Well, I I wish I could predict uh, an exact date. I thought, I don't think it's gonna uh, happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Um but um we're we're working in this campaign to To make PGW more transparent, to make it more accountable, PGW is owned by the city. We have a right to know uh, what plans PGW is engaged in to uh, transition away from uh, the use of fossil fuels. So it's it's ongoing. It's a process. Uh, I can't give an exact date. But we are continuing to push PGW in our campaign, and we also have a campaign uh, that's directed towards PICO and looking at alternatives as far as clean energy, which they do to an extent, but we want them to use more. So what we've uh one win that we've had uh, with PGW is to Uh, ensure in their budget that they would have $200,000, I'm sorry, a certain amount of money to conduct a thermal energy uh, study. Uh, Unfortunately, to to date, we have not seen what this study is. Thermal energy is a form of clean energy. It's away from burning fossil fuels. Uh, So Could you break that down just for people who are
0: just now hearing that word for the first time, thermal energy? Can you give us a snippet of it?
1: Yeah, thermal energy uh, is a network uh, in which uh, you you go underground and you release certain cooling and heating agents. And you use this through a device. It could be a pump or heat pump or a certain mechanism that will either cool or warm Uh, a building without the use of uh, burning fossil fuels and no release of carbon emissions. Certain states already are using this without any problems. Uh, There's so many other forms of energy uh, that can be explored. As we know, there's solar, there's wind uh, and electrification, which we are also pressing for in our buildings because buildings emit, 70% seventy percent of uh, carbon emissions in our city uh, our city is suffering because of uh health issues as a result of uh the use of fossil fuels with asthma and you're um, saying that
0: and you're saying like something like this will cost about two hundred thousand dollars
1: uh well that was for the study that was for PGw and I you know I, 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 let me just backtrack the amount was around fifty to one hundred thousand dollars for PGD- PGW to engage in a study and a report how they can use thermal energy as an alternative.
0: And this um, and this report has not been made public.
1: Well, no, we don't know, and it's been over a year.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's so, what we're looking for right now is the report, so we can actually understand what is happening in the city.
1: Yes. Yes. We want to look at the report. We want to make uh, P- PGW as a municipally owned utility, gas utility, which is the largest in this country, should be held accountable mm-hmm. to uh, residents of Philadelphia, and they should be more transparent in what they're doing as far as transitioning to clean energy. And uh, Does this report have a name? No, I don't know what the name is, but we've asked for it and uh, they have not been forthcoming. And uh, we'll continue to press to see what PGW is doing as far as transitioning.
0: No doubt. And if you're just tuning in, once again, you're tuned into EcoWord going down each and every Friday here on 900 AMWRD 96.1 Word Radio. Uh, We're tuned in with Power Interface. We have a representative on the line, Pamela Darville. And Ms. Darville, I want to move along in the conversation and talk about um, how this transition will actually benefit low income, moderate families when it comes down to PGW uh, users.
1: Okay, well, uh, there are a number of ways. Um, As I stated, we advocate for affordability. That's one of our values with uh, power. And we believe that no one should make a decision uh, that they forego, for example, not buying their medication because they have to pay their gas bill. So we believe that uh, transitioning to clean energy uh, will bring our uh, our. Utility bills down tremendously. Uh, creation of green jobs—we're looking for that. Uh, good green jobs, backed by, supported by a union, because we know uh, nationwide we're moving t- away from the use of fossil fuels. That—that that is just um, something you can't deny. That's happening now, and. Uh, the fact that PGW is not on board is amazing because, you know, states are making strides, the federal government uh, is making strides to adopt uh, transitions and transitioning away from, uh, from the use of fossil fuels. Uh, you know, we also believe that um, we want citizens to be healthy in this uh City. And uh, we suffer from one of the largest uh, rates of asthma experienced by children, uh, especially black and brown children in the city. And that can be reduced significantly uh, by transitioning to clean energy. Um, There are a number of things that once we transition permanently to An alternative energy away from fossil fuels, then we will have substantial improvements in our way of life, and and we do believe the power that Uh, our climate concerns affects so much of our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, our housing, uh, it affects our employment, education, public health. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's across the board. Uh, It's not just. Theoretical philosophy that uh, only environmental yeah. activists uh, know about, but it's something that affects us every day. Yeah, uh, we, we suffer through a summer that's unbearably hot, uh, you know, that leads to uh, people dying, people ill, people who can't afford air conditioning. Um, We've th- we looked at studies that show with this tremendous upsurge in heat waves, it's conducive to crime. You know, in neighborhoods that have been abandoned and neglected, uh, there's a higher rate of criminal activity. So um, it's across the board as far as climate concerns and environmental racism where we have neighborhoods that have uh, been used as a dumping ground for toxic waste. Uh, We know this problem and these concerns exist.
0: Definitely exist because um, we actually have residents of Chester coming onto the show to talk about what's going on in Chester. So when you talk about uh, a a place where people just go and dump toxic waste, um, I make sure that we continue to have those conversations. And that leads me to my next question that I want to ask you just about public awareness. You know, when it comes down to public awareness, what role does continuously having these conversations in your opinion, especially about PGW and the transition um, from fossil fuels, what role does that play in making sure that we are getting closer to the solution?
1: Well um if i understand your question and you want to know what role does public awareness play like we okay. like yeah.
0: continuously having these powerful conversations power right. interface power interface continuously doing the work that they're doing like what role does it play um in order for us to get to the solution that we're looking for especially uh, specifically how I'm asking when it comes down to pgw and this transition
1: well uh um, The first thing is to join our team, to attend our meetings. Uh, We meet on a monthly basis. The PGW uh, uh, campaign meets on a monthly basis with the conveners, but we meet as a whole. The Climate Justice and Jobs team meets every last Tuesday of the month. Uh, People can go to uh, our website, uh, Power. And it, just Google Power Interfaith and uh, join us uh, as we create public awareness. Like I'm here today on this show. Um, people need to, people ideally should be educated uh, as far as what, how climate change uh, and uh, environmental racism has impacted their lives in their communities, you know. And uh, we are always available to share our information and to to visit uh, congregations or visit groups to to keep them informed as to what power is doing and uh, how we can be of assistance to communities. And my last question I want to ask you, Ms. Darville, is like when
0: it comes down to making sure that people understand this 10% increase that's going on in their gas bill. Can you give us just a little bit more insight of what that is? And is it going to come out of people's pockets? Like, do they need to apply for programs? Like, what does this 10% increase mean? And I know it happened at the end of November because I actually reported on it a little bit, but I didn't get a full uh, detailed story of what you may have.
1: Let me just say that PGW asked for a 10% increase, but they were denied. Okay. a 10% increase, but given a 3% increase. Now, what that means is that uh, through our efforts with power and along with leadership in community legal services, Pennsylvania Utility Law Project, and our mm-hmm. ability to intervene uh, through our council, Earth Justice, we were right. able to successfully uh, argue to the PUC that uh uh, if any increase should occur, it should not be at 10%. You know, we held rallies, uh, community members came out, they talked about the fact that uh, this, this truly is not affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I mean, and as I said earlier, we were able to save $85 million uh, as a result of the reduction in the requested increase so what does exactly. this three percent what does
0: what does this three percent do for low income families or families who are literally like balling on a budget? <laughs>
1: right. Well, you know, um, this three percent increase um, is substantially lower, obviously, than ten percent. But I wanted to refer to the PUC's decision too. There were other equitable um, remedies that were decided. One was with low income customers that PGW has now, they now have to really identify who their low income uh, customers are and enroll them in uh, uh, budget assistance programs. Um, So we have that to look at as a big win. You know, and their their customer service has to be improved. Their customer service performance, many complaints about that.
0: Even the website, the website needs to be improved.
1: Yes. Yes. So these are things that um, the PUC decided that PGW has to correct. We also looked at um, the fact that, as I stated earlier, um The PUC acknowledged that it has jurisdiction. I think this is really important. They have jurisdiction to look at whether uh, any decision made by uh, the PUC uh, has any environmental impact. And they have jurisdiction to determine it. They have the authority and the power to do that, even in a case in which uh, PGW is asking for an increase in rates. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, so uh, the PUC in making that determination is pretty much coming to conformity with what the Pennsylvania state constitution required that we and that we are entitled to clean air and clean water clean air and clean water. Ms.
0: Darville, I appreciate you so much for coming through this morning on WRD, educating and re-educating us, um, speaking to our listening audience and making sure that we got that information that's for us and about us um, because we really want a safer, greener Philadelphia. Uh, So we appreciate your time. We appreciate your efforts. Thank you for all the work that you all are doing at Power Interfaith. Can you tell people how they can find you all, stay locked, and if they want to you know, join the team, how can they make it possible?
1: Yes, uh, we have a website. Um, you can go to powerinterfaith.org. Uh, and uh, we welcome, we really welcome people to join us because this is such an important and urgent fight that we have. You know, these issues are uh, really, really impacting our lives. And, and it's, you can't just view this in, a, in isolation because it is so interconnected. Uh, Climate concerns are so interconnected with all facets of our lives. So uh, just Google us, Power Interfaith. We have offices in Philadelphia uh, and we're statewide uh, and we are active in this city uh, with various campaigns, uh, as I stated earlier, with PICO and with uh, PGW.
0: No doubt. Ms. Darve, I appreciate you. I wish you uh, a great holiday season and I hope you have a great weekend as well.
1: Thank you. You too. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at
0: 96.1 FM, 900 AM and online at wordradio.com.